Welcome to the Coppreneur Path Podcast. Welcome to the show that is all about the path from cop to coppreneur. I'm your host, Adam Wills. With this podcast, I'm going to help equip you for your own post-law enforcement entrepreneurial journey with lessons learned from my experience growing a successful post-Leo business. You'll also get to hear from fellow coppreneurs and experts in business and marketing whose advice will give you an edge against the competition. You are in the right place. So let's get after it. Hey there, fellow coppreneurs, and welcome to episode 60 of the Coppreneur Path podcast. I'm your host, Adam Wills, and today I want to talk to you guys a little bit about websites versus social media for your business. And where do you prioritize your effort and your energy? This is a question I get asked all the time, right? There's a balance. What is the balance between a website? Do I need a website? Why should I have a website? Am I okay to just use a Facebook business page or a LinkedIn business page? Um, And in what balance should I give to paying attention to those different items and how do they work in conjunction with each other? So let's go ahead and just dive right into this topic and talk about it. The very first thing I want to talk to you guys about is whether you even need a website at all, right? Um, and, and this is a question I get asked all the time, especially from you guys as fellow copperneurs and most of you guys, um, the bulk of you and the bulk of those that that I work with, with my uh, marketing agency as clients are actual instructors, right? You're running an instructor business and you ask this question all the time. Well, do I need a website? Most of my contacts come into me through LinkedIn or social media in some form. And so do I need a website? Uh, similarly, you ask, well, uh, if, if most of my leads are coming in and most of my contacts come to me through LinkedIn, uh, do I even need to have Facebook? Okay, so let's talk about those things a little bit. So do you need a website? My answer to that question is an absolute yes. Yes, you need a website. So here's what I get people say all the time. They say, well, you know, I'm just starting my business. You know, it's I'm just kind of coming out of the concept phase of my business. I'm just launching. I'm getting my first clients. Uh, I'm not ready for a website yet. Uh, I'll do that later. So for right now, I'm just going to focus on uh, LinkedIn or I'm going to just focus on social media. Well, guys, here's what I want to tell you. Your website is the foundation of everything that you do for your business in marketing and sales. And we're going to break down a little bit with an analogy about marketing versus sales side of things here in a little bit. But really what I want to get at is that By looking at it in that way, by looking at it in in the sense of, okay, well, I'm just starting. I'm not ready for a website yet is like going to your your contractor that's building you a new house and saying, I don't want to decide what to do with the foundation yet because I haven't picked out my shingles, my windows, or my doors, or my siding, right? It's the wrong order. You're you're putting the cart ahead of the horse and you can't, you can't build a house until you have a foundation. And I would suggest the same is true for your website. Okay. So here's why 
you can't put all of your uh, all of your attention and focus and hope just into social media. The reality is, guys, is that social media is scattered. Okay, uh, it's a scattered experience. So, it, and it really doesn't matter what platform you go on. So, whether you are on Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter, um, it's a very it's very much a shotgun approach. It's scattered, and in, in you scroll through a feed, and you're being uh, inundated with all of these different things all at once in your feed, right? And you have to decide what do I pay attention to. What's most relevant to me right now? What's most interesting? What's grabbing my attention and, and stopping me from scrolling? And so it's a very scattered experience. There's not a whole lot of directed and focused energy or attention. The same is true even if somebody is on your specific business page on any of those social media platforms. So think with me for a second about a Facebook page or LinkedIn business page. And when somebody goes on there, sure, you can put in information about your business. You can even add a logo. You can add a, a tagline and a statement about what your business does. You can, you can share other resources that are relevant to your business and, and things of that nature, but it's still a very scattered experience. You don't have any control over what order people digest the content and information in how it's presented to them. All you have control over is what information are you going to put into which blocks and which boxes. LinkedIn and Facebook have the control over how that information is presented to the site visitor and then how it's digested. Your website, on the other hand, is very focused and directed. Okay. So it's, it's very, it's built out the way that you want to take someone through a journey in understanding what your business is about. Okay. Um, the other thing to consider here, guys, is that, uh, the, the search algorithms for, for social media are not in your favor. Okay. Not everybody can see your content. First of all, a recent study actually shows that organic reach on Facebook has declined to 6%. Okay, so what that means is that when you post something on Facebook, and, and LinkedIn is not that different, guys. If you post something on, on Facebook or LinkedIn, you can expect that only six out of every 100 followers that you have will actually see the content that you posted unless you pay them to boost that content. So to go hand in hand with that is limited search visibility. What I mean by that is, if, let's say, for example, you go to uh, um, somebody is trying to find information about your business. Okay, If you don't have your own website uh, and all you're doing is relying upon a Facebook page and somebody is looking for information, they go to Google and they do a search. So let's uh, you can use... Um, Starbucks, we'll say for as an example for this. So if you go to Google and you type in um, Starbucks near me, okay, it's going to show you the most recent Starbucks or the most uh, uh, relevant Starbucks locations. And you're going to see a Facebook page in the search results. Okay. If you go and search, however, for um, coffee 
in near uh, coffee shops in Chicago, Illinois, you're going to get a list of results of different businesses, but you're likely not going to see any Facebook pages show up in the results. And so what I'm trying to get at here and point out is that if you're relying solely on a Facebook page, that people are only going to be able to find you by going and doing a Google search if they actually search using your business name, not relevant keywords that are associated to your business or geographic terms. Um, and that's a problem, right? Because maybe people don't know your business name. Maybe they know you by name, but they don't know your business name. Uh, and that, that causes a problem for people being able to find you guys. The reality is here is that social media is not a reliable place for you to run your business off of. I mean, just a few weeks ago, as the time of my recording this episode for you, Facebook had gone down for almost a full day. It was like eight hours or something like that, that Facebook and all of Facebook's other social media platforms that they own were down for the entire day. So Facebook and Instagram uh, and WhatsApp, everything was down. It was there were business owners all around the world who were relying solely on that infrastructure that Facebook has provided to run their business off of and to be found. And it was down. It was gone. There was no, there was nothing. And there, there was nothing there for anybody to be able to utilize. People lost thousands, tens of thousands of dollars during that seven or eight hour period of time because of the lack of availability of their, their Facebook pages, but also because of all these people think about that were running ads at the time. All right. So, um, it's, it's just not reliable. And, and unfortunately we are living in polarized times right now where there are very different opinions about things. Obviously we're very polarized. Uh, there there's, there's a lot of uh, this cancel culture right now on social media and these social media platforms can shut you down at any time if they don't like what you have to say. Um, and so that it's just not, it's just not wise to put your, uh, put uh, to invest everything into something you have zero control over. Okay. Um, the other thing I want to point out here before I talk about how we actually use our website alongside social media as a complete uh, plan, as a holistic marketing strategy, is that without a website, your business is often perceived as unprofessional. Um, people will look at that and say, oh, this isn't a very professional business. Um, they're, they're marketing themselves on Facebook or LinkedIn, but they don't have a website. They obviously haven't taken the time to invest in their business in that way. Um, and so you don't want to appear unbusinesslike to potential clients or customers. Okay. Um, now here's what I see a lot of people do. And a lot of copperneurs, especially when you're early on, you're trying to bootstrap things and get off the ground, uh, which is a good thing, by the way, guys, I've talked about this before that bootstrapping is absolutely important in your business. You have to start off by doing a lot of things on your own, not only to save yourself the money 
um, while you're getting off the ground, but also because you need to know the foundational elements of things and how everything works together so that when you grow or as you grow and it's time to start looking at how to bring in other people on your team to help you with different things that you maybe aren't the best at or that you don't need to be spending, spending your energy on, um, you need to know how to hold them accountable to those things. And so uh, what I see a lot of people do is they go out and they'll do these cookie cutter websites from uh, Wix or uh, Squarespace and uh, you know Google sites or things like that. And here's the problem with that, guys. All of those templates and those layouts that you get when you work with those types of platforms, they're these cookie cutter websites that are built for design. They're built for aesthetics, not for sales. Okay. And this, this is a problem in, in the web design industry really is that most web designers are, they're taught how to design for aesthetics, but they don't understand how to actually design websites to sell something, to nurture a relationship and to walk people through a relationship from curiosity and all the way to commitment and in making that sale. And so what you end up with, with especially these types of DIY platforms uh, that uh, are catering to the, the brand new entrepreneur is a pretty website layout that just isn't built for conversion. And what we end up doing with that is we take those, those layouts and we go, all right, uh, I like this one. It looks good to me without really thinking about what looks good and represents itself well to your customer. And you start going through and, and looking at it and going, okay, what do I plug into this spot? And what do I plug into this spot? And so you are allowing that, that template to dictate now what you are doing to portray your message for your company, for your business, which is the exact opposite of what we should be doing, which is coming up with the right messaging for your business and allowing that messaging to actually dictate the design and the layout and the flow of your website. So um, very important to understand there, guys, that, 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 I mean, there's a bit of a paradigm shift there. You, you shouldn't allow yourself to be boxed in by a design and trying to think of, okay, what fits as it relates to my business in this spot. Okay. Here's the way I think about this. So I remember, I remember back, uh, uh, when I was a bit younger in my teenage years, and I've always been into cars and I, I like building cars, uh, and, and working on cars and it, cars are just fun. Right. And, uh, <laughs> there was this fad that went around for a while of people that would go and buy a Pontiac Fiero and, turn it into a Lamborghini. So they buy the, 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 the base of the Pontiac Fiero, the chassis and the powertrain, you know, the transmission and the engine. And then they would buy this Lamborghini kit, the body elements of the kit, the doors and the body panels and all of those things. They would buy this Lamborghini kit and they would build essentially a budget Lamborghini on top of a Fiero chassis. And I have to chuckle about that because that, that to me is the perfect analogy for 
this I you know going and getting a cookie cutter template from Wix or wherever and building your own website for your business that you're hoping is going to be uh, you know generating sales and revenue. The reality is this Lamborghini it's still a Pontiac Fiero under the body. It's still a Pontiac Fiero. You can go buy a, a Lamborghini from Lamborghini. And yes, it's going to cost you more money, but that Lamborghini is going to perform like a Lamborghini. It's going to hold together like a Lamborghini. It's going to it's going to give you the thrills of a Lamborghini, right? But a Pontiac Fiero with a Lamborghini body on top of it is not going to do any of those things. It might get you a little bit of attention for a little while, but ultimately the doors might fall off, right? People are going to realize that it's not really a Lamborghini, that it's just a Pontiac Fiero. And before you know it, right, it, it just doesn't have the same long lasting effect, right? Um, another analogy I like to use often because business is like dating. All right. You've got, you guys have probably heard me say this before. Business is like dating and you are ultimately in business. You're trying to get somebody to marry you. That's, that's the commitment of business and and a sales type environment. You want them to, to marry you. That's the commitment. Well, the problem is like, if you see, you see a pretty girl, uh, you know, immediately you're going to be attracted. You're going, uh, to, to want to pursue that opportunity, but it doesn't take long if there's no substance there to figure out that she's just shallow, right? That's not somebody I want to marry. And, uh, I don't want her to marry me because, okay, she was pretty, but it did it just didn't last, right? It, there, there was, n- there was no substance there. There was nothing to pursue. The same idea is true here. You can get away for a short little while with building your own website with these templates that really aren't designed for business conversion. Uh, but eventually things are going to peter out and you're going to go, okay, why isn't my website doing anything for me? Oh, this thing's a waste of money and time. I should have never done it in the first place. I should just shut it down and deal with, you know, work with my social media uh, existence instead. All right. So I hope I hope I'm making my point there, uh, guys. Okay. I want to now focus on the meat and potatoes of this episode and talk a bit about how to use your website alongside your social media because. We've now talked about how important having a website is in the first place, but how do we use that in conjunction with our social media uh, existence? Okay, so let's understand, first of all, the difference between a website and social media. Okay, your social media is like the marketing arm of your business. Okay, if you think of the, the different divisions of a big, of a big business, Okay. Your social media is like your marketing people. Okay. Uh, your website really is like your sales team. Okay. So social media is your marketing team. Website is your sales team. All right. Um, here's, here's a way I like to look at it. Here's an analogy. When you walk into a car dealer and you know, you're looking to buy a car. We just did that recently. We, uh, um, had a, had a bunch of problems with our Honda Pilot. 
this is this is a whole road I probably shouldn't uh, go down, but we we had we had a 2016 Honda Pilot, and I, I love Honda. Um, we've had several Hondas had really good luck with them, but this thing was a piece of junk. We had all kinds of issues with it, and we decided, you know what, we're, we're going to get rid of this thing. And so we went and we bought uh, a a Volkswagen Atlas. And, you know, when you walk into the car dealership and you tell them you want to look at a car and you start talking to a salesperson, is that salesperson going to say, okay, uh, you're here to buy a car, but first, why don't you go sit down in the lobby? Uh, here's the address to our Facebook page or our Twitter page. Why don't you go sit down and take a look at that first? And then let me know when you've gone through our most recent posts and I'll take you out to go look at the cars and get you a test drive and talk about what the best fit is for you. No, that's not how it happens, right? Once you get to your sales team, they're not going to send you back to the marketing division, right? They're not going to, they're not going to send you out and put, put marketing in front of you. Once you get to sales, you're in sales and, and, and you need to think about this the same way for your website and, and your, your social media presence. What do I mean by that? All right. A lot of you guys have your social media icons on your website. Many of you have them plastered right in the very top head of your website. What are you doing with that? What are, what are you telling the person that comes to your website and the first thing they see are your social media icons? Subliminally, what you're telling them is there's really nothing to see here on this website. Our best content is actually over here on our social media pages. So we put this here right at the very top so that, uh, you know, you can make a decision as soon as you land here on the homepage to just immediately go there. Like they just don't even waste your time here on my website. Just go to, just go to Facebook. That's where really all of our stuff is. Okay. That's what you're telling people. So you are effectively bringing people into your sales environment, your website. They're, they're, they're primed for the opportunity for you to sell to them. And instead you're sending them back to marketing. Do you guys see the problem here with that? So you need to get rid of the social media icons on your website. Yes, I do mean get rid of them altogether. Uh, if you feel like you have to have your social media icons on your website, okay, I'll relent. Put them down in the footer of your website. Put them down there because that's where people go to look for that additional content and information is down in the footer. Put them down in the footer, but do yourself a favor and only put your social media icons in the footer of your website that you're actually active on. Now, this is something I am really guilty of, guys. I I have social media uh, profiles and pages for my business uh, that that I'm not active on. I I hate social media. I'm terrible at it. Uh, I especially hate Facebook and Twitter. And I have a Facebook page for my business, and I don't do anything with it. I, I probably should just get rid of it. Uh, I mean, guys, I think I think we do more ourselves more harm than good if we have a social media page that we don't actually do anything with because people go and see that and they see that we're not active and they go, oh, well, they don't care. Uh, they're not doing anything. They're not serious about their business. They maybe they're not even in business anymore. Uh, I would 
I think it's a much better strategy to actually just not even have a social media profile or page for your business at all. If you don't plan on using it, right? Like people can understand that there's a reason why your business might not be on a specific platform. Um, you know, they might assume that you, well, you just don't care for that platform or, uh, you know, one of the other things that I think people think is, well, they must be doing so good that they don't need to be on social media because that's marketing again, remember? Um, and so, uh, I'm guilty of that and I probably need to eliminate some of my Facebook pages and profiles myself. Um, but again, if you're going to put your social media icons on your website, put them in the footer and only put the ones that you're actually active on so that when people click on it and go to it, they will get valuable content that helps to nurture the actual relationship rather than leave them wondering if you are actually active or not. Um, so again, I just want to drill this home guys, social media is marketing website is sales. Uh, another way you can think of this is like a vendor show, right? So, you know, you've probably been to, you know, law enforcement vendor shows and, you, you know, you have all these booths set up for different companies. So it might be a, um, uh, a report writing software company, uh, a drone company, uh, you know, 511 has their booth, right? Like there's all these different booths set up at the vendor show. Well, the vendor show is like social media. Okay, that's where the businesses come to put themselves in front of an audience that might be interested in what they have to offer. It is a marketing environment. It is not a sales environment. Now, what happens when you go to these booths and you become interested in what they have to offer, their representatives say, all right, leave me your business card. I'll send you an email. We'll book a call or here's some additional information, right? They send you to the sales team. They send you to the sales team. So think of think of this again. Social media in this analogy is like a vendor show, okay? And then they're sending them to your website, to your sales team, okay? All right, let's move on from this. So one of the things that I recommend you do to work a, alongside social media with your website is share your lead generator on your social media profiles. Now you should have a lead generator, um, this, this is not something we'll cover here on this episode, uh, but you should have a lead generator for your website. A lead generator is a free, uh, usually a PDF, something that somebody can download in exchange for an email so that you can nurture the relationship with them. Share that lead generator on your social media profiles. You should be giving people an opportunity to always go from social media marketing to your website sales. Okay. And a lead generator is a great way to do that. Always be looking for opportunities to take people off of the social media platforms and send them to your website. When running ads, it's the same idea. Okay. If you're running ads on Google or uh, LinkedIn or Facebook, you need to, you need to have somewhere to send them right? Like, uh, you can sure you could run an ad on Facebook with, with nothing more than a Facebook ad form, uh, a lead form for them to fill out and sign up for whatever, but you will eventually realize that your conversions are low, uh, and that your ads are not effective. You need to be able to take somebody from a Facebook ad or, or any other ad on social media and send them to a landing page on your website that is very specific to your offer. And that is the best way to, to gain that conversion. 
there's a, there's a trick that you can use that works well, especially when managing multiple social media uh, platforms, and it's called UTM tracking. Now, don't get too, too caught up on this because I know you guys are, you, you cops are, you're just like me. Uh, <laughs> we want to know, all right, what does UTM mean? I, I, I need to investigate this. I need to know. Okay. UTM means urchin traffic monitor. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't really make any sense and it doesn't matter. All you need to know is that um, that was the software that Google Analytics was originally based on. They, they, they bought out this urchin traffic monitor and the term UTM tracking has just stuck around. And so um, a UTM tracking code is just a snippet of text that's added to the end of a URL to track the performance of your campaigns. So you've probably seen this before when you click on a link from a social media platform or a Google ad. And at the end is this string of, of what looks like gobbledygook, right? Usually you see it's separated by a question mark. So at some point in the URL string, You'll see a question mark. And then after that question mark is a bunch of other stuff. And that is a UTM tracking code. So what that does for you is allow you to understand where your traffic is coming from. Okay. So picture this, like I said, you should be sharing your lead generator on your social media profiles. So if I have a lead generator and uh, let's say it's mybusiness.com forward slash lead generator, and I share that on my social media profiles. Well, when people follow that link from Twitter and LinkedIn and YouTube and Facebook and Instagram, right? And they follow that link. I have no way of knowing where the traffic is actually coming from. So I might see that there's 50 people that sign up for my lead generator, but I have no idea where those 50 people came from. Okay. So what this UTM tracking allows you to do then is append after that question mark, some, some snippets of text that will bring information in with it when they land on your website that then gets triggered into your Google analytics account. So that now all you have to do is go into your Google analytics account and you can see where all this traffic is coming from. So, uh, you know, on, and this is a very rudimentary explanation here, guys, but let's say I share my lead generator on, on LinkedIn and I might be, um, mybusiness.com forward slash lead generator question mark li for LinkedIn. Okay. Uh, Facebook might be mybusiness.com forward slash lead generator uh, question mark FB for Facebook. Right. So now those are unique tracking codes and I can go into my Google analytics account and see, all right, out of the 50 people that downloaded my lead generator, 30 of them came from LinkedIn uh, 10 of them came from Facebook and the other 10 came from Twitter. Well, now where am I going to focus more of my energy and attention? I know that people are engaging more with my material and content on LinkedIn. That's where I want to focus my energy. And maybe if I'm running ads, uh, to my lead generator and using these UTM tracking codes, now I know my LinkedIn ad is actually doing better than my other ads, right? And so now I can say, all right, well, Maybe I add some more ad spend to my LinkedIn ad, or maybe I shut down the Facebook ad altogether and put that money into my LinkedIn ad. Okay. So this is how we use our website side by side with social media, because if you just ran that campaign on social media without sending them to your website, you wouldn't be able to capture that data. And I don't want to get too complex complex here, guys, but, um, if you're tracking me here, 
the only way you get that data is because they followed that link to your website that you own the data from and are therefore able to get this information about where they followed that link from. Okay, so that's the importance of having uh, your own website. All right, I want you to understand here that again, and I'm gonna reinforce, everything needs to be pointed to your website. All of your marketing efforts need to be pointed to your website. So that would be like, uh, you know, <laughs> you let's say you saw ads for the Volkswagen Atlas that we just bought. And you're seeing all these, these ads that are like, Hey, the Volkswagen Atlas is great. But at the end of the ad, they never told you how to actually get in touch with a sales team, right? Here's the local dealership. Here's the local dealership's website. Call us at this phone number, right? So you need to take your marketing efforts on social media and be constantly directing all of that uh, to your website. Take your marketing, send it to sales. Now, the it's important to understand the golden ratio here, uh, which we'll, we'll cover in another episode of the business brief. So please check that out. Uh, look for, it should be um, coming out here around the same time as this episode. Look for a chapter of the business brief called the golden ratio, and it'll unpack this a little bit more, but about 15 to 20% of your posts on social media should have a direct call to action that takes them to your website in order to actually be able to make a, a purchase decision. Okay. So uh, that is the way to apply that. You want to make sure that the, the rest of that, which we'll cover, like I said, in that episode of the business brief is value and, and other things uh, of that nature. Okay. All right, guys. So I hope this has helped you understand how you can utilize your website along social media, why having your own website is important for your business, even when you're first starting off. And so I want you guys to, um, to feel confident about this and know that, uh, that, uh, th that there is a reason to have uh, a website and work working side by side with your social media presence. All right. That's it for this episode, guys. Thanks for joining me. And please uh, come back uh, and check out the next episode. I appreciate uh, all of you. I appreciate you, you as listeners of the show and uh, look forward to connecting with you next time. Hey, thanks for sticking around till the end of the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a review at leo2ceo.com forward slash podcast dash review or in your preferred podcast listening app. I would love to hear your feedback and it will also help other copreneurs like yourself find the show. Be sure to check out the show notes for this episode. Just go to leo2ceo.com, click on podcast and search this episode number, and you'll find all the links, descriptions, and resources we talked about. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe so you'll be notified when the next episode is live. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll catch you guys on the next episode.